Lesson number eight. We've talked about concentration and how to remove mental static. It would be good in this lesson to discuss it more in depth. First of all, with concentration, remember that just as with willpower, it's not a matter of struggle. So with concentration, it's a matter of absorption. You don't want to be tense. You want to be relaxed. You want to be calm. And in removing the mental static again, don't make a struggle out of it, but be absorbed in what you're doing. There are a number of practices that would be good to bear in mind. The first of these is to know what you want. You'd be surprised how many people simply don't know what they want. They think they want, they know what they want. They think, for example, that they want money, let's say. But that's a very vague thing. If you're doing a job, if you've started a business only to make money, then you're probably going to fail very soon. People who succeed in whatever they're doing do so because they enjoy what they're doing. Know what you want in terms of the individual job. Know what you want in terms of what you're trying to accomplish, what kind of energy you want to uh, express, whom you want to help, how you want to help them. Be very clear as to your uh, motives, as to your uh, ideals, and then you will find that, that magnetism will develop that will help you to accomplish those ideals. Whereas without that, there's sort of a muddy uh, quality to the mind, a fog to the brain that will prevent that degree of mental clarity from developing that makes magnetism possible. So know what it is that you want. The next thing is seek worthwhile goals. A lot of people have their minds set on something that isn't really uplifting to them, isn't, uh, it's not meaningful to them. They only want to uh, make a lot of money in a short time by doing something that doesn't inspire them. And for a while they might be able to carry in there with a degree of energy, but bit by bit you can see uh, people who have lived that way and worked that way for years that they have no real spark in their lives anymore. They're doing things mechanically, automatically. When you live for something that's worthwhile to you, and you can find something worthwhile in almost anything that you do, because it's what we uh, project onto these things that makes them really meaningful. So try to find some motive of usefulness, for example. When we don't live for ourselves only, but live for others and for uh, the general welfare, the general good of, of uh, either family or company or uh, neighborhood or country or world, whatever it might be, if you feel that what you're doing is worthwhile, then your energy flow will be strong and you won't have that kind of mental static that comes from uncertainty and flagging hopes and uh, that nagging doubt that is it really worth it after all. Another thing to look for is to set yourself realistic goals. I've seen a lot of people living in a kind of a dream world where they, they imagine great, wonderful things happening, but their imagination far outstrips their actual ability of accomplishment or the realities of uh, whatever situation they're working with. Work with things as they really are. Don't work with them as you wish they were if you want to 
accomplish anything in this world. Recognize also the abilities of your subordinates. Don't try to uh, beat them with your your uh, reproaches and discipline and uh, projected guilt feelings and so on, but recognize what their abilities really are and work with them accordingly, and you'll find that you'll be able to draw much more out of them. If you see something that needs doing, um, then look also for somebody who's capable of doing it. Don't ask the impossible, and also don't ask anything of people that you wouldn't ask of yourself, because that quickly is understood by people, that you're uh, asking things of them that you wouldn't want to get your hands dirty doing. If you're not willing to get your own hands dirty, then you're not ready to be a leader. A leader has to set the example. A leader has to be willing to do what is uh, necessary right down to the most menial task. It doesn't mean that he has to do it, but his subordinates quickly know if he isn't willing to do it. And if he isn't willing, then why should they be willing? He has to set the example in anything and everything that he asks uh, of anyone else. So, to set yourself realistic goals is to recognize the capacities, recognize the realities, and don't get excited if things don't work well, but work with things as they actually are. Another very important rule for developing magnetism and getting rid of mental static is to not be attached to the results of what you're doing. You don't have to be attached in order to work well. Rather, attachment keeps you from be being able to work well, because to work well, to work with concentration, to work with that kind of energy that develops magnetism, requires that your whole mind, your whole reality, be right here and right now. Whereas if you're attached to results, half your mind is over into the future. And if you took it, take it backwards and uh, feel regret for the past or uh, think what other people have done before, you'll find that there's very little energy left to really address the problem right here, right at this moment. So don't be attached, but work knowing that if you do your best right now, whatever could be accomplished will be accomplished. And if you don't do your best right now, then the results will probably show that lack of energy anyway. But if circumstances, if people, if everything conspires to make it possible, then you're doing your very best at this moment to make it happen is the only thing that will ensure it's happening. So live in the present, work in the present, think in the present, be conscious right here and right now, and you will know from that that the results in taking care of themselves will also be the best results possible. Another thing, and it ties into what I was saying a little bit earlier, is don't expect perfection of others. You don't expect it of yourself, do you? Well, if you do, then probably you're bearing too heavy a burden of guilt. Don't expect perfection. Expect people to do their very best. And don't ask them to make leaps of reason or leaps of awareness, of understanding, that it may have taken you a long time to uh, reach yourself. For many years you've brought yourself to the point where you now understand certain things. Give other people that chance too. Let them make their mistakes. Let them learn by their own 
hard knocks, whatever it might be. In fact, they might teach you something, and what you thought was best, they might find a new way of doing that's even better. So be open, be willing, and let their uh, let the best happen. But don't don't place this intolerable burden of perfection on anything that you do. As long as it's better than what you've done so far, that better can keep on getting better. The trouble with an expectation of perfection is also that usually it's very static. It's a, a limited uh, a limited view. It's sort of like a story that I heard years ago about a man who died and went to heaven and St. Peter was showing him all around and he showed him what he called the heavenly junkyard. And it was full of all sorts of things that St. Peter explained had been rejected by the people in this world. And the man said, well, that's ridiculous. How could they reject all these wonderful things? He said, for example, look at that Cadillac there. Who would reject such a beautiful Cadillac? And St. Peter said, well, it's very interesting that you should mention the Cadillac because, in fact, the one who rejected that one is you. And the man said, well, that's impossible. I'd never reject it. He said, oh, yes, every time you wanted a car, you visualized the Volkswagen. We wanted to give you a Cadillac, but you didn't accept it. So you see that the perfection that is your potential is often hampered in its manifestation by your own limited views of what is perfect. There's a gra much greater perfection there than you can visualize. And if you will just take it as it comes and do your best and keep doing better, you will find that the goal that you achieve over some period of time will be far, far better than anything that you imagine to begin with as your image of perfection. Another thing is don't try to do too much at once. Try, don't try to do too many things at once. Do one thing at a time. You'll do that thing well, and the next thing well, and the next thing well, but if you try to do all of them at once, you'll do none of them well. So live right in the present, as I was saying. Do one thing at a time, and devote all your attention to the task at hand. Whatever you can accomplish will be accomplished best if you remove your mental static and clarify your mind and act in this one-pointed concentration and fixity of purpose that we've been describing. <laughs>